Why, hi there. My name is Darcy Jeremy. I'm a board-certified professional ergonomist. My company is called Ergonomics Help. And if you are listening to me right now, you, my friend, have a very special interest in learning more about ergonomics and making a career out of it. You, my friend, and I have a lot in common. There's not too many of us around in this world. So I think that we are going to be good friends. And that leads me to what I want to talk about today. There is going to be a bunch of reasons, specifically six reasons that I'm going to tell you about that will influence whether or not you want to make ergonomics a real career for you. And these six things are going to help you decide if it's the right time for you right now. This episode is sponsored by a new free training that I have for you. It's called www.ergonomicshelp.com slash learn dash ergo. And you can go right there today to find out. And that's www.ergonomicshelp.com slash learn, L-E-A-R-N dash E-R-G-O. Head there right now. I'll also put the information in the description for you, my friends who are interested about ergonomics to learn more. Let's let's jump into this episode. We are jumping into about the six reasons to find out if you know that you're ready with adding office ergonomic assessments to your career. And let's start with number one. Number one is really having to do with quantifying this stuff. And the first three, first of all, let's take a step back and talk about what I want to talk about. The first three things that I'm talking about is more looking at the numbers. As ergonomists or someone who wants to get into ergonomics, you know that a lot of us are more number-based types of people. So I'm going to break it down exactly what you need to look at, what you have to get you to where you need to be. And the second thing I want to talk about in the last three is the qualitative stuff. So more of, I guess, almost like the feelings and the mindsets that will help you get to where you want to be if where you want to be is doing ergonomics as a revenue generating service, which I think that is actually never been a better time to move forward into this. Let's start with number one, and it's to quantify. And I tell my students that there are different levels of expertise when it comes to office ergonomic assessments. And I guess the gold star highest level is 20 office assessments. And I know 20 office assessments seems like a really high level to get to, especially if you've never done any ergonomics assessments before. But at 20 assessments, you've seen... The majority of the trends that you'll see out there doing um, ergonomics. And it's at this point when you can walk into an office, even if it's a remote setting, and you can see how someone has set up their workstation from afar, and you can say to yourself, hey, that desk is too high for where it should be. Or you can say that that is likely the root cause of the situation. Um, 
And likewise, you can get into a lot of details about this, but 20 is almost like the gold level and above 20, it just gets better. But 20 seems to be the level that really um, cements you as someone who knows what they're doing. But there are indicators that you definitely need to get into line before you even get up to that point. If you can get three assessments in, and I'm talking like these people, you're just starting off with three assessments. So this is what I like to call the friends and family deal. Who can you get into do an office ergonomic assessment? Are they your kids? Are they, is it your husband? Is it um, your wife? Is it your uncles, et cetera, et cetera. You can assess them and how they're working. So you can um, make improvements and just feel how the process goes. Because trust me, you guys, starting off doing office ergonomic assessments, it's going to be overwhelming. It's going to be frustrating. But you need to get a certain amount of these in before you are confident and competent. And remember, people always pay for confidence and competence. It's not necessary that you have a BCPE certification like I do. The second thing I want to get into right now is the metrics. And um, when you get into doing office ergonomics assessments, there's obviously going to be different levels of the value that you can bring to an organization. And I realize that many of my students, for instance, from the ergonomic blueprint, you guys start off and you want to get out there and you want to get all of these clients and you want to be making the money. And that is totally possible. But to get there requires you to almost pay your dues and get to see as many different circumstances and situations as you can, because the more circumstances and the situations you see as an ergonomics professional, the better when you're at 20 ergonomics assessments or whatever number, or even years in the profession to say that, hey, I've seen this before. This is exactly how I would handle the situation. And that takes time to learn. So when you're first starting off, like, let's say five to 10 office assessments, the goal here in building your business should be building those relationships. And what I mean here, it's maybe offering more lunch and learns with um, maybe short assessments or um, doing just more purely training and just getting really comfortable in an office environment because doing trainings, you can still make a significant amount of money doing that. And even if you want to do like one training, um, one training a week, there is still a significant amount of money that you can get doing that type of thing. And let's be practical here. If you're just starting off doing office ergonomic assessments, you physically can't charge what someone who has been in the profession for a while. So you have to be really realistic with what you're charging. So those ideal clients that you see can um, see you and see that you bring value and say, hey, I'm going to give this person you a chance to come into my office and provide value and I'm going to give you money in exchange. So keep that in mind when you're starting off, 
things are just not going to be perfect. You're going to have to work with the inconsistencies and the uncomfortableness. But if you can do that after a few months of doing this and being uncomfortable and doing things that you wouldn't imagine yourself doing and like more doing more trainings, you'll get to where you want to be. The last thing I want to talk about is number three here. I want you to see who else is doing this in your area. So this is as easy as doing an, a Google search. Search in Google who's doing ergonomics assessments. And this is really important because not only does it talk about the supply and demand of ergonomists in your area, but it talks about how well your area is educated about the benefit of ergonomics. So let's take the first situation, supply and demand. I know for the fact, a fact that the majority of businesses out there will have an injury at some point in time. And I'm not just talking about the industrial setting, I'm obviously talking about the office setting. Most businesses will have some sort of challenge when it comes to this, whether it's a workers' compensation claim or it's other um, instances that they need to deal with to make sure that their employees are as productive and billable as possible. So there's a couple of ways that you can do this in terms of... um, showing value and seeing where this is. So let's say that um, the supply, we're talking supply and demand here. So um, there will be injuries that happen. So demand, that's going to be a relatively high demand, even though those clients may not totally understand that they need it. Now, when you think of supply, and this is where you go into Google, you go into Google and you search ergonomics consultation or ergonomics assessment and the area where you live. And my bet is that the majority of cities in the world will likely only have one, maybe less than five. Like that's a huge overstatement of the number of people doing this. Um, Most people may have um, like may have one piece of competition who's serving their client with ergonomics assessments or their potential client. So um, the point here is that compared to other um, service areas, like let's say PTs or OTs, where there are so many people that are doing P's and OTs, there's a relatively high demand for ergonomics. Like I said, like an ergonomic injury or an ergonomic-related injury will likely happen in most organizations at some point in time. It's just a matter of time. But when that demand occurs, where is the supply to fix those problems going to come from? Well, there's a very low supply, which means when there's a high demand and a low supply, you will very likely be able to charge reasonable, if not very, very reasonable rates to get the job done because there's not an oversaturation of people. And that's that's just the facts. I encourage you to search Google right now to see where people are. But at the same time, if you Google and there is more 
than five people in your area doing ergonomics assessments, which I strongly doubt, that just means that your area is more educated to what the benefit is of ergonomics. And that may mean that it's an easier sell and an easier um, relationship to begin with an employer because they understand the return on investment and the value proposition of what ergonomics trainings, assessments, and consultations can mean to their employees and bottom line of their business. So those were the first three. Um, And again, we're talking about the six reasons to find out if you are ready to get into ergonomics as a career, as a profession, as a side hustle, all that good stuff. The next thing I want to shift in for the remaining three is the qualitative. And these are more, um, you know, kind of feelings. And how do you feel about moving yourself in this direction? The first one, number four here, is that do you have an urge to serve? And this is a bit of a weird question, right? Do you have the urge, the urge to serve people? And I say this because, as you can tell thus far in this podcast, ergonomics is my passion. I get up every day and I train other people how to get into it. I do ergonomics consultations um, or remote consultations when the opportunity arises. I train people how to do uh, marketing and sales for their ergonomics business. As you can see, I love doing this. But I need you to ask yourself if you are passionate about ergonomics. Of course, there are many angles you can see this as. It could be that you are passionate about providing quality of life to your clients. You're passionate about having a holistic solution to your inbound clients in in your clinic. You're passionate about just reaching as many people and impacting as many lives with the amazing things that you have been educated on in your experience. The fact of the matter is, it sometimes can take a lot longer than we anticipate to get started in ergonomics. And you have the expertise and you have the experience, but do you have the passion? When passion meets action is where opportunity is. I'll say that again because I love that quote so much. When passion meets action is where the opportunity is. So if you consistently take action, whether or not it's baby steps or it's a massive move forward with a client, if you consistently do that over days and weeks and months, you will get to where you want to be. Number five, the next thing I want to talk about is do you want a boss? And there's definitely a number of different angles you can come at this as. You can be your own boss and start your own company, or do you want to work for someone else in a consulting firm? And it could be that based on the logistics of where you live, that decision has already been made up for you because there's nobody else doing what you're doing. And it could be that you just want a side hustle. 
or you want to add this as another service to clients that are coming into your clinic. I have many students that are doing that. But that's something that you really need to be aware of. There is definitely going to be more reward, yet more risk, if you are going to be your own boss. There's more security with taking direction with a consulting company and working with them, but there is less money to be made. If you're comfortable with being your own boss, I strongly recommend that because I feel like it's never been a better time to do that, especially if you're doing it as a revenue, um, generating experience for your business, another revenue source. But at the end of the day, either option is fine. It comes down to whether or not you're confident and competent to be doing quality office ergonomic assessments, consultations, and trainings. The rest is just kind of gravy. But you do need to know how to sell and market ergonomics. Because from my experience, if you are going in it by yourself, healthcare providers, especially ergonomists, um, the way that they market and sell themselves has a lot to be desired. And nothing has really ever changed with how they do this. So if you're interested in moving forward with this, um, please message me and I can certainly help you out with that. I'll leave my email in the description. And the last thing I want to talk about here, this is point number six. Are you a problem solver? And this is important not only as an ergonomist, but as someone who's moving forward with a number of different clients. Now, firstly, as an ergonomist, and this is the best part is of being ergonomist, is that when you walk into someone's workplace, you are likely not going to know the situation that you're going to see until you walk up to that person's desk. And that's why we're paid the big bucks. We're professional problem solvers. We have to figure out the situation based on our analysis, our expertise and experience to whether or not that is a problem and then how to resolve those issues. It's amazing. It's magical. It's creative. It is a a really amazing career if you want to pursue it. And this also makes sense if you are a business owner. Um, A business owner for ergonomics, there are so many different creative ways that you can build relationships, that you can find new clients to serve your clients, to offer really unique value-added services. Like for instance, if you know how to do one office ergonomic assessment and the process involved with that, you can offer seven other services that can help solve your client's issues and bring value to the situation. It's just the point of how you market and sell those services. So at the end of the day, number six, are you a problem solver? With every problem becomes or comes an opportunity if that is where your strength is. And I certainly believe that can be trained. It's not a natural occurring character, it can be trained if you are willing to take the steps moving forward. So my friends, there you have it. 
the six reasons and the six steps, I guess, to figure out if you know you're ready to go in on this office ergonomic situation alone. And I am here to help you. I really am. I'm invested in getting more people into doing ergonomics assessments, consultations, and trainings. Um, I've been in the field for 15 years. And I certainly say that I love it. It's a wonderful career to get into. There's a lot of value and there's a lot of pivot, whether or not you want to do this full time or if you just want to do it as a side hustle or another value added service as part of your rehab or healthcare profession position, PTs, OTs, Kines. There's so much value here. But the value is, is moving forward taking a step forward, realizing there is no such thing as a perfect time and getting action. And if you're interested in moving forward with this today, I have a special training. It's called ergonomicshelp.com slash learn dash ergo. As I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, I'm going to put the, this in the show notes. So you know exactly what's going on here and you can find more information if ergonomics or how ergonomics can work for you and just applying what you already know. Hope you enjoyed this one, guys. It was really fun to talk about all my passion aspects and I can't wait to talk to you on the next episode. Cheers. Bye-bye.